If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Switchcraft, your source for all things Nintendo. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Jared Hainline. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get a bonus podcast over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Looking for other ways to support the show? You can find lots of ways to support the show over at runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. All the links there help me create more content. Thank you so much for your support. Let's get started. If you're going to spend your time playing video games, why not play them on something that can also teach you about computing? Get a Commodore 64 or VIC-20. Well, it's time to start the show, and we've got some big news. That big news is from the Wall Street Journal. And it is a rumor, so we all have to make sure that we take it with a grain of salt. But the rumor is that in 2019, uh, Nintendo is going to be refreshing the Nintendo Switch. Now, what exactly does that mean? Well, for starters, let's talk about the viability of a rumor like this. Let's let's first look at Nintendo's past practices. Uh, as far as handheld devices, Nintendo has traditionally updated uh, quite regularly their uh, software, not software, their hardware uh, mid-life cycle. They did it with the Game Boy. They, they did it again with the GBA. They did it with the DS. They did it with the 3DS. They have upgraded uh, those multiple times. And, you know, sometimes it's been for more power, like in the uh, new Nintendo 3DS, uh, or sometimes it's just been because they found ways to make it cheaper uh, so by making it cheaper, they can increase their profits and also redesign it to make it uh, look better. So the fact that somebody is giving a rumor that uh, Nintendo is planning on refreshing their system next year, that's not really that big of a reach. That's actually pretty low-hanging fruit. And I think that there's been a lot of people who have said this in the past that we expected it. In fact, I think I've said it in the past that I expected it. Uh, however, this is the Wall Street Journal, and the Wall Street Journal is a pretty big publication. Uh, they tend to make sure that they cite their source, or not cite their sources, but uh, source their stories pretty damn well. So I think, I think I would say that this is a very credible rumor, just based on the fact that it's coming from the Wall Street Journal. Had it come from anybody else, I would probably just say, oh, it's probably just speculation. Um, but the Wall Street Journal is a big publication, so I think we should lend a little more cre uh, credence to this particular rumor. Um, so I guess let's, let's think about what exactly could Nintendo refresh uh, in order to uh, improve on the Switch. 
and here's what I want to make sure that I point out. Not that I point out, but here's what I want to make sure that I say. I want to make sure that I say that what I hope is that if they do a refresh on the Nintendo Switch, the new system, there are no games that would require the new system. Kind of like they did with the final refresh of the uh, new Nintendo 3DS where they had some games that required you to have the newer version of the console in order to play, like Xenoblade Chronicles uh, 3D. Uh, that, that, I think, would be a bad, bad move on Nintendo's part, and I don't anticipate that they would do something like that this early in the console cycle. Uh, the Switch has only been out since uh, March of 2017. Uh, so... In the in the later half of 2019, I think it would be perfectly reasonable for Nintendo to bring out a revised version of the Switch, but what would they change? Well, the first thing that I think that they would need to change is probably the CPU. Now, I know a lot of people would say, well, why would they want to change the CPU if you don't want them to have uh, more powerful games to run on it? And the reason that they would probably want to change the CPU or update the CPU is because newer CPUs can uh, get the same performance without burning through quite as much battery. Uh, So having an improved CPU would make uh, batteries last longer. You could also uh, replace the screen. There's uh, technology that is out there. Uh, that it's not in the Switch's LCD screen. Uh, There's things that make them use a lot less power, uh, allow them to be thinner, and uh, I'm not not expecting Nintendo to put in the same kind of screen that we see in cell phones like OLED or anything, but, uh, you know, a a thinner version of the LCD um, in order to make more room for battery in the Switch. Now, I, do I think that we will see a redesign? I don't think so. I think what we'll end up seeing, if if they do if they do this, I think what we will end up seeing is basically the same case, but with more room for battery, uh, more uh, well, not uh, thinner LCD on the front. Uh, a, a CPU or G, newer CPUs or GPUs that can use the batteries uh, more efficiently in order to get the same result. And I don't know what they would refer to this as. Uh, maybe the pro, or maybe they wouldn't even refer to it as anything. Maybe they would just say, um, you know, starting starting now, our 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 switch will. Um, last longer and have a longer battery life. Now, why do I think that they won't change the case of the hardware? Well, I think the 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 dimensions of the hardware is extremely dependent on the sizes of the Joy-Cons and the dimensions of the Joy-Con. And because the Joy-Con are kind of a fixed size, you wouldn't want them any smaller because then they wouldn't fit in your hands the right way. Uh, you wouldn't want them any thinner because then you wouldn't, like your hands would wrap too far around them when you were holding them. 
and I think that the Joy-Con, I, I'm a huge fan of the Joy-Con and, the, and their shape and uh, how they feel in the hand when you're when you're playing uh, with them. Even if, even if I'm using split Joy-Con where my hands are separated, I think that overall they're a really fantastic shape and really good uh, to play games on. I played a lot of The Legend of Zelda split Joy-Con uh, with uh, my Switch in tabletop mode. I think that that's really, really a comfortable way to play. And you don't want the Nintendo Switch, the the console, to be a, a very, like much thinner because then the rails that the Joy-Con go on wouldn't quite fit. You wouldn't want the Switch to be thinner because then you wouldn't be able to put it in uh, the current docks uh, as easily. And I think that that's one of the advantages of the Nintendo Switch is if they do sell a revision and people want to buy it, they could probably buy just the tablet portion, uh, making it a cheaper upgrade and then not have to go out and buy the Joy-Con as well because all of the stuff that you already have, all of your docks, all of the Joy-Cons that you've invested in, they would continue to work. And would it be enough for me, based like if if this imaginary upgrade that I'm talking about that I think that Nintendo should do if they do one, would there be enough there for me to justify to myself to go out and buy one? Probably not. In the end, I don't, I don't anticipate that if if I'm correct about what Nintendo will do in 2019 with the Switch at the end of the year, according to the Wall Street Journal, if that's what they do, and it's really more about battery savings and making it cheaper for uh, consumers, or I'm sorry, cheaper for them to manufacture, so then they can either keep the price the same or pass that price drop on to consumers. And I would guess that they would probably pass on the price drop. I don't think that I would turn around and go out and buy one. If you're somebody who already has a switch, I'm very curious if you would go out and buy one. So let me know. Hey, who's telling this story? Reggie fils who is uh, Nintendo of America's president. He's the chief operating officer. He was at the GeekWire Summit on Wednesday, which is in Seattle. And he was just talking a little bit about Nintendo. And I really think that we're, turn, we're taking a turn here for what is going on with Nintendo. Uh, it's not like we haven't seen this coming. Nintendo has said this before, but... Uh, to have Reggie reiterate this again is, I think, an important point. He said uh, Nintendo would rather be defined as an entertainment company, not a gaming one. Because up until now, Nintendo has always been just a gaming company. And don't think that I'm saying just a gaming company in a pejorative way. What I mean is, when you look at companies like Microsoft and Sony. Yes, they make video games, but they also have other parts of their business that help prop up the video game portion of their business. And that allows Microsoft and Sony to take big risks, to uh, sell their consoles at a loss in order to get um, more systems in the hands of 
uh, users, and then they make up the money uh, on the video games that they sell. Now, I think Nintendo, they, they've only ever done that once. They've only ever sold a system at a loss once, and that was the Wii U, and it did not pan out well for them. In fact, it, it really kind of bit them in the rear. Uh, they lost money, or well, maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't lose money, but they were at least not growing. And when you're not growing, you're dying when it comes to business. So that was really bad uh, for Nintendo at the time. And they continually would make projections for how much they were going to earn, and they continually had to readjust those uh, projections down. And that is not good, uh, especially for a Japanese company because they. Like they're so conservative, and for Nintendo to make a claim that they were going to make X dollars and to make even X minus one dollars, that's a big deal, and it really hurt Nintendo in the long run. But Nintendo seems to be back on top of things, they're doing really, really well. Um, they are making a profit on the Nintendo Switch when uh, Tatsumi Kimishima. Uh, said that that they were or when they unveiled the price of the Nintendo Switch, he said basically, look, we are making a profit on it. It's not much, but we are going to be profiting on the Switch. We're not selling it below cost or at cost, and that's something that Nintendo has always pretty much done. They've always made a profit on hardware and also made a profit on software. And I I think if there's any company out there that could sell their systems at a loss, especially now that they've got the momentum that they have. If there's anybody out there that could sell their systems at a loss and, um, let me think for a second, uh, sell their systems at a loss and make up that lost uh, revenue uh, through selling their their um, console exclusives, it's Nintendo. Nintendo has the most console exclusives. Uh Everything that they make is a console exclusive, and they don't have a lot of third-party console exclusives. Okay, well, let me rephrase. Maybe they don't have the most console exclusives. I mean, uh, both Sony and Microsoft pay quite a bit of money out to uh, third-party studios in order to, to pull in exclusives. So maybe I'm wrong, but I, I guess... I guess Nintendo has the most exclusives that I care about, and uh, so maybe I'm being a little, uh, a little bit with the rose-colored glasses here. Uh, but I think that Nintendo uh, could charge less for the Nintendo Switch, and uh, still bring in the bucks with their first-party content, especially with games like Smash coming out. Uh, now, do I think Nintendo is going to drop the price of the Switch? Maybe if the revision that I talked about in the last segment is true, maybe they'll drop the price of the Switch. Uh, maybe they'll sell it at the same price and just bring more more profit. Who knows? Um, but Nintendo is looking at these other companies, and they're seeing them being able to diversify their portfolio. Like they've got, you know, Sony's got TVs that they're selling and Blu-ray players that they're selling and you know, headphones that they're selling and computers that they're selling and Microsoft is selling computers and uh, selling their operating system. And when you, and uh, I think that Microsoft also has like a, a cloud service that people can use to for their websites and they've got Bing. Uh, and then they have the video game, uh, um, the video game section of their business as well. 
And Nintendo looks at that and they say, well, right now we only sell video games. We need to really uh, push this stuff out. We need to make sure that we're diversifying thing, things and bringing in other pieces of business. And Fisa May in, in the story said that Nintendo has three pieces of business. They've got the de- dedicated video game business. This is how most of their customers interact with them. They've got the mobile gaming business, which allows them to take their IP that they have um, established in the video game market and push it out to other people who might not interact with Nintendo intellectual property in the traditional way. Uh, So this allows them to do stuff like that. Uh, They also uh, have other ways to leverage their intellectual property, like building the uh, Universal Studios thing, like they're doing the the Nintendo World uh, theme park. They are bringing out a Super Mario movie. Uh, All of these things are ways that that Nintendo can leverage uh, their IP across a lot of different platforms. That way, not everything rests on poor old Shigeru Miyamoto, for crying out loud. Uh, I think that... In the long run, this is really good for Nintendo. It's not necessarily good or bad for video game players. I don't really care if Nintendo gets a theme park. I think it's good for Nintendo as a whole. And if that means that maybe they can take a few more risks that they were unwilling to take before, then awesome. It's weird because Nintendo has traditionally been a very, very conservative company, but at the same time, they've also been the company in the gaming space that takes the most risks, where Sony and Microsoft continually bring us out the same thing, but more powerful. Nintendo continually reinvents the wheel and says, hey, here's a new wheel that you didn't know that you wanted. And most of the time... They've been right on the money. All right, I'm going to wrap things up because um, I'm doing this much later than I usually do. I was siding my house earlier, and it's taking up all my time, and it's driving me crazy. But we're almost done. We are almost done. Uh, So I'm going to take the rest of the stories today and just compress them down into the lightning round uh, because i got to get out of here and head to Taekwondo uh, training with my son and my wife. Uh, So here we go. Uh, Splatoon news. We've got some new Splatoon news. Uh, This is a tweet uh, that shows off a Splatoween event, which looks really cool. Like they've redecorated the town and it looks like there's costumes and stuff. And this is the kind of thing that Nintendo really has not been doing enough of. Like you look at what Overwatch does and Overwatch constantly has like these themed events kind of centered around holidays. uh, And I think it's awesome. People play and they get these skins and it's really exciting. And this is the kind of thing that brings people back over and over and over again. And I find this to be much more interesting than the, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Than the Splatfest. I think this is much more interesting. So uh, Splatoween, uh, that is, uh, the event is revealed. We don't know when it's coming as far as I know. Like I I'm looking right now, and I don't see uh, anything for when it's coming, but I am excited for it probably sometime in the next week or so. 
Um, that's great. Now, uh, the next story is another rumor. Well, it's not a rumor, uh, but it's leading people to believe something. Uh, and that is that the Japanese Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Challenger playlist... That is a playlist that basically has a bunch of music on YouTube. Uh, it was recently updated uh, basically with, like, they pushed the video out, but the video is unavailable, so you can't see what it is. Uh, and the last time this happened it was right before the Nintendo Direct where they unveiled uh, Simon. Uh, so... Uh, it says here, a new Nintendo Direct may be closer than you think. This could be another Smash-focused Direct like the one we got back on August 8th rather than the Direct that covers multiple Nintendo games. Uh, this was thank you to Wyvern on Discord posting this. Thank you very much. If you want to join our Discord, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. Make sure you check that out. Uh, it says that uh, Sneasel, a, somebody who was checking this out on GameFAQs, noticed that the Japanese Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Challenger playlist on YouTube was updated. And we've got these private videos out there. So are we going to get a new Smash Direct? I don't know that we'll get another Smash Direct, but we may, we may get another Direct. And at the end, they will unveil another character. Uh, keep in mind that Mr. Sakurai... Uh, said specifically that they were going to slow down on the character reveals uh, because they went a little too quick. Uh, last story before I get out of here is that Nintendo Switch Online is going to be adding the NES Open Tournament Golf, Solomon's Key, and Super Dodgeball, all NES games coming out on October 10th. So that's in just six days. And what does that mean? Well, that means that we are going to have our next tournament. If you want to check it out, make sure you head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash tournament. Uh, you can find out more there. We're going to be playing NES Open Tournament Golf, and whoever gets the lowest score is the winner. Uh, so make sure that you check that out. Um, if you want the full show, I, obviously not this show. This is the full show because I'm not doing it live because I got to side my house. That's why. Um, if you want to check out the full show, make sure that you come watch live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, or you can watch it after the fact at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. If you're looking to support the show, uh, lots of ways you can do that over at runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Uh, please do me a huge favor. Uh, review the show on Apple Podcasts. Make sure that you check out my other show, uh, 78 Degrees which you can find over at runjumpstomp.com slash 78degrees. Uh, last episode, we talked about nuclear war and pink balloons, uh, so make sure you check that out. And if you enjoy that show too, uh, review it on Apple Podcasts. It really does help. Uh, la last thing I want to say before I get out of here is I just want to thank everybody who has supported the show so far. Um, I have a lot going on right now, and it's about to get even crazier. I can't say why yet, because it's not 100% confirmed. However, uh, very soon, I'm going to be working on another project. It's going to take about 13 weeks to complete, and uh, I can't say more than that, but it's going to eat up a lot of my free time. So I would, I would anticipate that all of my YouTube videos that I post, like my first looks and stuff like that, those will probably um, slow down as I'm doing this. I'll probably have less game. Well, not that I really do a lot of reviews, but I'll probably have a few uh, less game impressions. But you can expect 
that I will still have three episodes of Nintendo Switchcraft every week. That's my goal. That's what I'm going to try and do. Uh, and uh, I don't anticipate that I won't be able to do it, but I'm really excited about this opportunity that's coming my way. And it's going to eat up a lot of time, and it is podcast-related. So I will let you guys know more as soon as it's 100% confirmed. Uh, all I can say is that it's exciting and it's going to be entertaining without a doubt. So I've got to get out of here. You all have a great day. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for watching the videos. Thank you for hanging out on Twitch. Thank you for supporting my content. You guys are all amazing. I don't have the live chat to thank on the way out of here. Uh, so have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye bye. <laughs>